With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Welcome to another Touchy Gooders podcast. Uh, my name's Lewis and I'm joined by Sean and Leroy. How you doing, lads? Hey, what's going on, man? All good. All good. All good, man. All good. You guys are uh, feeling, uh, you know, energised by that by that Carabao hey. Cup game. Bruv, okay, I know we lost, yeah, but that game was Important fucking caveat. sick. That game was sick. I, I missed it. I missed it. So I was trying to catch the game on, on the tube, right? 
Like, well, not on the tube, on the train, sorry. And every time I tuned in on Sky Go, Liverpool scored. I I, I felt like I was a jinx because I, I tuned in at 4-2 <laughs> and it went 4-4. I think I tuned in at 3-1 and it went to 3-2. I was like, I'm just going to stop. Um, I'm going to stop watching. And then I think we scored the fifth, which I missed. I haven't seen any of the goals except for maitland Nowes' one. Um, but yeah, apparently the goals were really good and, uh, and a, few play- a few players really showed out tonight. Um, yeah, no, there, uh, there was a lot of bangers in the game uh, as a whole. There's a lot of bangers in the game, a lot of very good goals, most of them Liverpool's to be fair. But yeah, um, I think the structure now at Arsenal is so bad, and we all know it is. The Carabao Cup and the Europa League games are times where our players who don't really play very much who are hungry, the young players, get a chance to show their stuff. And um, obviously, Martinelli, my shooter, my driller. Seven and seven. That is ting. Well, I think, what, highest scoring... Teenager in top five leagues, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, 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 like, teenagers Sunday's were going for like 110 million and that, and yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, but now he, he he looked sharp as well. He he looked good up top. Um, faded off a bit to this towards the second half. Um, Özil ran the show. Best yeah. player on the pitch by far. Um, so, so, let, so let's talk about that. Oh, go on, go on, carry on, carry on, and we'll talk about. Now say Torreira, Torreira like. I, I love Torreira. Um, I feel like he's such a good player. I feel he's so underrated. Oh, shut up, man. What's my watch chatting shit for? Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, nah, Torreira, Torreira, I really, really like. Um, I feel like he needs to be a bit braver in possession. Um, and he does show that when he actually has to and he's forced to, he does actually have he's the technique the and the range. He's got yeah. the ability. I just think he needs to be a bit braver. But yeah, man. So I feel like he just puts the players on the pitch and they all do their thing individually. But overall, we're still a calamity um, as, a, as a unit. Yeah. Sean, anyone stand out for you tonight? Uh, yeah, man. Just the same as Leroy, Leroy mentioned. So, yeah, Martinelli, Shooter, um, Ozil, amazing. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, I guess that th- those were the main two. Um, a, a couple of the others had a couple decent flashpoints. But, yeah, n- none of them stood out like like those two. Those, but Mezu was, yeah, by, by far the best player. Um, I don't understand that. What the purpose of taking him off the pitch was, but oh, yeah. you know, what was the score what? when he came off? Four, four, was four, it? two. It was four, two. When he came off? No, sorry, sorry, no, it was four, four. Beg your pardon. Yeah, mm. it was four, four when he came off. But yeah, so that doesn't make any sense in itself. Why we we need goals, and he was one who who would come who would come off. But yeah, and I think I, saw, I just saw a stat that we only had two shots um, after Ozil came off the pitch. By the way, and how many did he have in the game? Over well before he got uh, subs, we had like eleven shots right. before he did subs. Mm. But I just see the comment from Emery about Özil. Did you not just see that just come up? He said, "Oh, we're playing Saturday in my mind or something like that." Right. Okay. And that and it was pre-planned that he was going to take him off before uh, at the 65th minute. So, so he plans to use Özil again. Yeah, now, he yeah? said it is Cowards. in my mind to use him. I'll just see the quotes now. Yeah. Well, hang on. So, so, so what happened to? Oh, I've agreed with the senior management. We're not going to play strategy. Yeah, what, what happened to the strategy? He's yeah, the a stra- bitch, boy, blood. That's what happened. He's a bitch and he can't handle it. He's under pressure and he folded, bruv. Tail yeah, between his legs. It's really interesting with this Ozil thing because it's like there's so many ways you can look at it. You know, like uh, t- today, you know, he's put Ozil in as maybe a... Do, do you think it was more of a, uh, a thing of like, all right, I'm going to put him in just to appease you guys. And when it flops, I'm going to say I horse. told you so. Or... Like has it now backfired on him, and it's you know is he is he going to be like oh you know uh, he's adapted to my style of play kind of thing? How, how do you guys nah. see this playing out? 
It was Liverpool away, and he thought he was going to pull a fast one. And he thought, right, if we're going to get flogged, this is the type of game we're going to get flogged. Ozil doesn't play well away. We'll play him, and then like, we'll PG fans will say, see, I was right. But Ozil's not stupid. He actually went to show out. He was showing off all game. He, he ran the game. So, yeah, it's backfired on him now. And now everyone's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You have to play him. They have to play him. And mm. we need that creativity. I, I, I just don't understand how you don't have Ozil in this team. Like, obviously, everyone has like their doubts about him and stuff. But literally, especially if you're playing such a rigid system with no movement, you need players yeah. with creativity top end. Sabayos is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Pepe, to an extent, does provide that. So we need both Pepe and Ozil in that team. Yeah. Period. I'm just I'm just looking at some of the stats now. It says we it says we created six big chances. I mean, when was the last time we saw a game where we created six big chances? When like, Wenger was in six charge. Six big chances this season. I don't. I don't when, think so. when Wenger was in charge. We... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was it's, a bit it's, of a shocking it's, stat. It's, 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 it's... It's, it's, it's really spineless because if you think back to last season, Emery did the same thing. Do you remember when we lost 3-1 away to Bate Borisov in the Europa League mm-hmm. and Ozil had been out of the team for time? What happens? He calls him back for the like return leg and then we win and like that's when him and the Ramsey are in the team like for the rest of the season, basically. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a coward, man. He, he, he literally is a coward. It's only now because he's, his job's on the line again that he's like, do you know what? He's clutching at straws now because he knows like Ozil and Torreira, those are two of the... Of, those are two of what should be Arsenal's three free midfielders. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so hopefully, yeah. And and he knows Wolves is a is a must win game on Saturday for him because also um, we got pammed at home by Wolves last season. We drew one one, but that game really was a reflection. Leno mm. kept us in that game massively, so he knows it's going to be a tough game. Wolves already won away to City this season. You know they're the type that in in, in big games, especially it, it massively suits the way they like to set up. So. Um, and they just lost tonight as well, so I'm guessing they'll be trying to bounce back at the weekend, innit? So yeah, so um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what lineup Henry goes with. But yeah, he's uh, he, I, he's, I, I he's just, just on. Te- oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was just gonna say, just touching on the lineup. I think I think the lineup against Wolves is gonna be close to our our strongest team. I really think he he will put the best players on the pitch. I, I, I he has to. He's gonna re- he his like his job is on the line. I think he just has to. Torreira has to play because Jack is obviously not going to play. I, I I don't see who else is he's he's going to play in that position. You know he's already spoke about Özil. Özil's going to have to play. Um, I would imagine Sabayos drops out and Tierney back in. Obviously, maybe maybe the only player that won't play is Bellerin. Uh, but I, I would imagine pretty much um, other than Bellerin, it would be our strongest team on paper that would play good. Oi, on, on that note, Bellerin's strongest team that you is finito. He is toast. He, we need a new right back well, because boy, that I don't want to he, brag, is, I'll be talking about new right back. No, 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 Physically, he's done out here. He's mm. done at this level, man. I, like you that can see it, Bruv, You know what I'm saying? Like he's got Bambi legs now. Mm. Nah, nah, I'm not feeling shaking. It. Lost. Shaking after 50 minutes. He's got no explosiveness whatsoever. Mm. So I, I, we definitely need to be looking at a new right back. So I mean, Bellerin's very big concern of mine. Just looking at him on the way back. Yeah. How was um? How was Saka tonight? Mediocre. Mm. Show yeah, that show, boy. Saka, that's not my boy. You know my boy. That's not my boy. I'm oh, oh sorry. Ainsley's your boy. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. No, no, no. Show not he likes light skinned men with high tops, bro. He, he likes Nelson and that, man. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. 
No, no, no. The, the two, you know, the two youngers I rep. Those, those are Nelson and, and Emil, bro. Those are my people. Oh, well, Pete, Pete Colorist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know where Emil Pete, was. Pete Colorist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why Emil wasn't even in the squad, bro. But yeah, um, yeah, th- those two, bro. Oh, he um, didn't travel, no. Nah, Emma wasn't in the squad at all, and he wasn't injured, so I don't really know. Unless he just left it, he just chose to leave him out in it. Yeah, sure. But um, but yeah, what? What's that? Yeah, yeah. carry on. Oh. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'd. Yeah, Saka, I didn't think was he was just there in it. Um, personally, not not the biggest fan of him. But yeah, I mean, he's still young, so so we'll see in it. So. Um, I heard uh, Martinez had a bit of a shocker. Uh, which is quite strange considering I think uh, was it in the previous round he had like a really good game um, maybe it wasn't the previous round I'm pretty sure I've seen Martinez this season and I complimented on how well he played and how solid he looked um, Lira I think me and you had a, a few discussions about this off the pod and uh, mm. according to SofaScore he's got a 4.7 rating Bruv, he was doing his best peak flappy unscrew impression. Right, okay. He was a fucking nightmare, bruv. Mm. Um, it was uh, Origi's first goal. I thought weak hand. He's got yeah, to get yeah, that I away. I saw that one, yeah. Um, uh, he, he, uh, big big fault for Origi's second goal as well. And he mm. just looked shaky, man. His, his shot stopping didn't look great. Um, he didn't do bad in terms of um, his coming to collect and commanding, from my from my knowledge. But just shot stopping poor man. Should have done better on a lot of their chances and a lot of their goals. I mean, mm-hmm. Ox's one you can forgive him for because yeah. that was an absolute bang up. But yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he just sort of I don't know crumbled under the lights. Just a bad game. Who knows? We have to give him a bit more time and see how he does in the next few games. Well, I don't think he'll get any more games, will he? Well, oh, um, he plays Europa, League, Europa, doesn't he? Yeah, Europa, he plays Europa yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it I mean, must have been some of the Europa League games then that I, I saw that he was pretty, that he looked pretty good. But he's been solid up until today. Yeah, he's been as a number two, he's been pretty solid. So I, I don't know what went on today because it was a big drop off from what we've seen from him in the Those season come so far. But yeah, you know, all them unemployed people shouting that you can get a bit worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he got called up for like the Argentina squad or something. Is that true? Yeah, but who Argentina got? <laughs> Romero. <laughs> They ain't got no goalkeeper, bro. <laughs> that, that's mad, like, that they've called up our second choice. Like, their, their, their goalkeepers are, like, second choice at United, second choice at Arsenal. Bro, slim pickings, man. Yeah, you it's know, mad. Top, it's top mad. heavy team. Yeah, it's mad. Um, what about um, Holden? Has he done anything to suggest that maybe he should be involved Bam. over the weekend? Listen, you see Rob Holden, yeah, he was garbage. Bitch. Oh, really? This you see Arsenal fans do this thing as well, yeah. And I t- I was be- I've been saying it for a while, bro. You know when players are injured, bro, people all of a sudden in their mind, yeah, they become mm. like a world beater when 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 they're injured, bro. He was atrocious. Rob Holding is a mid-level defender, bro. Like he's he's just average, bro. But you know, like within this gap, because he got he had that serious injury in our twenty two game unbeaten run last yeah. year, everyone had decided like oh Rob Holding was going to be like the mythical guy like that's just going to come back and fix every problem like mm-hmm. one Rob Holding's not that he's not got, remember we said this before he's not got a standout attribute no. he's just competent in most Six areas which is what, yeah like pretty much like because he doesn't make major F-ups like on a regular people are like yeah 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 but that doesn't mean he's good enough do you know what I mean so yeah, yeah and uh, I mean t- to be honest none of the defenders were great in this game but yeah he he Particularly, he, he's going to have to do a bit of work if he wants to wants to push back in because mm-hmm. he was he was very very average. Fair enough. 
Yeah, shaky. Like I echo the sentiments. He was quite shaky. So, um, but we're giving him time. And ACL is a very long injury to come back from. Um, physically, he looks a bit nervous to me because it's ironic that um, yesterday I actually watched the, that Saliba compilation that was that was thinking about. And because um, he's been apparently send, in send me the imperi- link Yeah, I need to binge. On yeah, that. you need to binge on that. Now yeah. apparently he's been in imperious form this season and been involved in a good few shutouts. Mm-hmm. And it, him and Holden looked like chalk and cheese because. Uh, what I was watching from Saliba, he looks so smooth in his defensive actions. He's just mm. so assured and so physical because he's so confident in his physicality that he mm. just wins everything with ease. How do you think Holden that's going to just... translate to the Premier League, by the way? Um, to be honest, you know when... I'm going to stick my neck out. You know when you can tell that a player's attribute is universal? Yeah. Uh, you can just see that. I feel that physically, even in the Prem, he'll be absolutely fine. Lovely. And I... I and you can just see that his his problems come with the ball at his feet, his distribution, um, his ability under pressure. That's what I think is going to be tested, and that's right. what I think he, he needs work technically. But physically, he just looks like a Rolls Royce, like a proper Rolls Royce. Whereas today, holding physically, you can see he's kind of doubting himself, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a little bit short to things, and um, he's getting twisted up a little bit. Um, so yeah, body positioning is not great. Getting his feet getting his feet in the wrong positioning. Um, so yeah, Holden's got work to Ryan do. Brewster, yeah. All right, Ryan Brewster is fucking dog shit. <laughs> Fuck me. I do not understand why that kid is hyped. He's mm. dead. Uh, he's. Uh, it's not a Liverpool pod, but yeah, dead, dead, dead food. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Coppen Fracas will wear. I, don't, I mean, I don't listen to it, do you? I don't know if you guys <laughs> I don't listen to their mutes, man. <laughs> no one listens to their mutes. What are they getting, like, yeah, 500 man. listeners a week? Trust me, bro. Man, Fucking hell, man. Fahi talk nonsense, bro, all the time. Bruv, we're we're feeding that. their families, bruv. <laughs> We're keeping them going. Just to, they're lucky to be on our feed, fam. <laughs> Fuck it out. Um, I heard uh, Willock's got a, a well contender for goal of the game. But how was he's? Um, I was reading the group. I was catching up with you guys in the group chat. You guys seem to think he wasn't playing that well, despite despite the good goal. No, no, he he, he wasn't great, man. Um, and he, he's been he's been a bit off the last few games although um, I, I did put in the chat as well like I just don't like the way he's being used like you, you know obviously we've been seeing Torreira being used further forward but at the same time like in the last few games like to, uh, Willock's been used like as the deepest midfielder I don't, I don't really understand I don't really understand the purpose of it when you know like his one key attribute is is, is running with the ball off the ball through midfield and, uh, and, and he showcased that with his goal which was disgusting by the way like you know when someone catches Something so sweet, bro. Like it was just—it it literally just came out of nowhere, yeah. and it was one of those ones. Like, because Erzwell gone off the pitch at the time, you're like, "Oh, what are we going to create from nowhere?" He just picks up the ball, like he's like thirty yards out, and he's, he's just lashed it. He's quite capable of something like that, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's—he's he's got, like I said, he's, he's for me, he's got stuff. He's got some good attributes to work with. Um, he—he he needs to, yeah, yeah, and and like I said, stylistically, he—he's the person who's most similar to Ramsey. Um, uh, but I think he's better technically. Um, te- more well, more technically secure. But he, even though he's not really um, an adventurous passer himself, but he's definitely got attributes like he can accelerate with the ball over a, over a good distance. So um, yeah, I would just like to see him use further forward. But uh, but again, like in my opinion, he, he's he's another one who just suffers um, through Emery's just lack of well through the lack of structure we see in the team at the moment. You know, you know what. Uh, with Willock, yeah, he's he's been struggling a little bit recently. Same with the under twenty one performance was a bit poor. A couple of his Arsenal performances are a bit poor. But um, in in similar way, Shane uh, said, I would I really want to see Willock get the right coach because I feel like he's at an age now where 
He's kind of really developed physically and he's got those really nice attributes. He could go one of two ways. He could actually kick on to be a very, very good player if he gets the right coach and the right time and the right kind of guidance in his development. Or he could be a very, very mediocre player at the same time. Mm. So um, who we actually employ and how right, Let's we get, get Mourinho in for that then, eh? Oi, fuck <laughs> that you, bruv. Oi. And all you, all you youths, yeah? Now, this is out to everyone. Pay this is out to all of them. You, you want to bastardise Wenger's Just, legacy. Yeah. Oh, Everything that this club has been built on. Just to slut for Mourinho. Yeah, Oi, yeah. Honestly, God will punish you. Yeah. Oh, God will punish all of you. Because God will punish all, all of you. You're bro. all opening your legs for Mourinho, bro. Honestly, you can tell I'm jobless, bro, because I spent half the day on Twitter arguing with people about Mourinho, bro. <laughs> about, about uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's won this, he's won that, bro. I swear, you know with Mourinho, yeah, when he's sacked, people seem to, people seem to like, all of a sudden, he becomes world-class again the moment he, he gets mm. sacked, like, with people not acknowledging why he was sacked in the first place. Do you know what I mean? It's because he's box office, man. It's because he's a fucking showman. I saw one of those Arsenal accounts tweet um, like a gra- like a graphic of basically his his amount of trophies that is won club by club, and it, it goes in um, chronological order, right? And the league titles he's only won like two league titles in the last six or seven years or whatever it is. But he was the, the Arsenal account was using it to show that Mourinho, you know, he wins trophies, but inadvertently he showed that Mourinho hasn't won jack shit in the last seven years, and it's it's really epitomised that his fall from grace as a top manager in, in world football. And I just find it really confusing and really bizarre that, you know, Arsenal fans overall used to hate Mourinho. Everything he stood for, hated it. But now I, I'm seeing polls all over the place where, you know, people actually want to see Mourinho employed. He's an expired bizarre. coach. He's an expired coach. Football's moved on. Like, football has just moved on. Like, ah, oh, these guys are just dumb, man. I don't understand why you'd ever want it. You know, like... You know, like that girl that was sexy when you were in high school, and now she's a bit dead. But like, you, you kind of wanted to beat back then. So yeah. you're thinking, now oh, you look at her and like, mm, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe I should go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. that's what that's what I feel like is going on, bruv. Like they need to allow it, man. They need to stop all this nonsense. Like we need to get the right coach. The next, because we've messed up with Emery now, the next choice of manager it's, it's is so important. So important. So important. And, 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 and for a lot of our players who are very young, a uh, key stage of development is so important for them as well. Yeah. Um, just not even just the manager, the coaching staff, the one-to-one coaching they get, because we do have. I still don't think we've got a bad squad. Mm. We've got a lot of potential in that squad, and we need the right person to get it out. Um, yeah. So no Mourinho, yeah. no thanks. I can imagine Mourinho literally killing off the careers of half that squad. Torreira, sure, gone. I can't see it happening. Willock, gone. I really Salute. can't see it happening, man. Because I, I, for everything you've just said there, it would just be so anti what, like, the, with the squad they're trying to put together, it would just go completely against what they've been trying to do. And I just don't understand why they would do that. There's, there doesn't seem to be any credible reason as to why they would choose Jose. No, I, I, you know what it is? Even though they did very, very good work in the summer, my, the jury's still out on this board. And I'm not sure if I trust them because, yes, they did... The, the thing that we liked in the summer, they did a lot of common sense stuff, which we missed because Arsenal were always trying to be a bit too clever uh, under Arsene Wenger. But in that, they're still in this way, we need to, a bit more of innovative thinking and they're just going with the status quo, which is the opposite of what we need. So I'm not sure I'm trusting them to go with the right decision. I think they're going to go with the status quo and either keep Henry on to the end of the season and not make the knee-jerk reaction that needs mm-hmm. to be made now, which isn't really knee-jerk, it's just something that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, 
or they're going to go to the status quo and pick someone like Mourinho, who's a quote-unquote winner, respected in football, blah, 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 rather than thinking outside the box a little bit. I just don't see any. What? What? So, what are your reasonings other than Arsenal making poor decisions from a board p- perspective previously? What evidence do you have to support that Mourinho would like? Mourinho is going to come. Like, why, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel we're going to make that decision? It's no smoke without fire, man. Like, but he's slutting for it. He's he's a massive slut. Like, as uh, oh, much yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as much as you could point to, oh, you know, Mourinho's at the games. Like, Mourinho knows exactly what he's doing. You know, it could even be a ta- could it be a tactic by the Arsenal board to you know bring Mourinho to these games and just just to make Emery know that you know he's under a bit of pressure. Do you could know what? A I, I tweeted earlier. I think it's actually a tactic a bit by Mourinho to force Madrid's hand to um, to uh, slap Zidane and so he gets that job because there's a lot of rumours about him getting that job as well. It's not fucking working. <laughs> it's not working <laughs> at all. But um, yeah, it could be that. It could just be agent play, Mourinho play, all of them playing the game, but. I just feel like there's no smoke without fire. You're getting a lot of these links. You're getting the leaks in the media, which are clearly strategic. So him saying he'd like the job. Um, I think the fact that, you know, Raul seems like one of them proper football old heads. So he seems like in Mourinho's type of circles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's cozy with his agent, all that type of stuff. So mm. that, that, I'm just going on hearsay, man. It's no, nothing concrete. The, the, nothing hearsay concrete. Is, the hearsay is coming from these random Spanish accounts of like 10K followers, bro, like Placentas Caxias or some, some reporter that we've never heard of before. And it's like, jo- Jose Castle's done. I'm like, what? I don't trust these people, man. These KK these Marines do, 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 and that. The only, only thing I would say is that um, when we we did first hire Raul, they, they did always say that... Um, he is someone who likes to utilize his contacts a lot. So he doesn't do a lot of the sort of innovative thinking. So he uses his contacts to, mm-hmm. like, like Leroy said, a lot of the stuff we did this summer, it was great, but it was like what you would think a competent club should do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of, um, like you say, great out, to us because we yeah, seen it. Mm. That, that's, that's it. And I think that's why we rated it highly. There wasn't a lot of out of the box thinking. And um, when Sven left, he was often saying as well that, okay, cool. Um, these these guys are deciding to go down their own route. I wanted to look for X or Y, but Raul was, do you know what I mean, is, is doing X or Y. And and that's always been, um, I've always been, like like Leroy said, I'm, I'm a bit sceptical. Um, not because, like I said, they did great work this summer, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem to me like, maybe I am jumping the gun and, and, and maybe I, I could well be wrong, but I don't feel like they, they do have an innovative out of the box, like, for, because if you think back to the summer we were all sitting here right we were saying right everyone was patting themselves on the back we we're like oh this is great work a great job done and obviously now um what's not helped us is the fact that Chelsea seem to be adapting very quickly under Lampard um Leicester are, are, are picking up points at a very very quick rate and and they also have a good young squad under Rodgers as well so we are in danger of being left behind which is why it's not a knee-jerk reaction now to be saying do you know what it does. It's not going to get any better under Emery. Even today, we had two goal leads twice. We choked it. Do you know what I mean? We we can't hold on to leads under Emery. So that that's another another big big issue. So I don't. We can't afford to let the season drag on. So and mm. and I don't know if they're going to sack Emery. That's what scares me actually as well. So I really do feel like they there needs to be a bit of clarity. They need to come out and and, and say something. Obviously, they're not going to come out and say, "Oh, uh, Emery's under pressure," but. 
yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. I'm just. Let's, let's talk. A, we we're gonna have to do it. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Palace game on the weekend. Um, there's not much to say about the performance in general because you know I feel like I've said this about a million times on the pod. It's same old, same old. So let's talk more about the mood um, because that seems to be like the um, obviously the big topic this week with uh, with what happened with Granite. Um, how did you guys view the Xhaka situation uh, in regards to the the, the the reaction from the fans? So, we have to look at everything, right? So, Xhaka um, was getting subbed. Um, the fans were cheering his sub ironically, yeah. then he reacts to it, okay? And then the, everything escalates and builds from there. Personally, I feel like people are overreacting to what Shaka did um, I feel like I don't really proper get on to players to, them, to, the, to themselves so I don't like cuss Shaka directly because at the end of the day he's actually trying yeah. I would only cuss a player directly for a lack of effort um, but he's being picked by the coach in this situation time and time again I kind of don't think it's his fault he needs to be hooked I, I put the blame fully on Emery um, Shaka is yeah he's been a bit of a coward but I'm not really surprised because when he's not being a coward, he's getting robbed every time, mm. um, and he's and, and he's causing the team goals. So he has to kind of play that way to sort of limit the damage, if you know what I mean. So I and telling everyone to fuck off. Look, he's been abused 24/7 for God knows how long. Abused on Instagram, abused on the pitch. I feel like he's well within his rights to tell us to fuck off. I feel like he shouldn't apologise either, captain or not captain. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, like Shaka, do your thing, man. I, I really don't think it's that bad. And I feel like I, it literally water off a dust back to me. Like, just, I don't feel no type of way about it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was at the game on on uh, Sunday and I, I wasn't one of the ones to... Because I, I just think it's distasteful. I don't I don't really see what how that benefits the team in any way, shape, shape or form. I understand that Xhaka's like a, a bit of a vehicle that, you know, because he is... Emery's bum chum is he's kind of like a, a vehicle to transfer some of that uh, negative you know reaction towards Emery and I guess Jacques is the easiest person to direct that at right like being the captain you know being Emery's kind of like bum chum but um, I just felt it was really distasteful and I, I and to be fair <clears throat> as you said like he's been abused on social media probably abused in the streets you know um uh, telling telling the fans to fuck off and you know I've got no issues about it to be honest because I feel like yeah maybe he lost his head a little bit um, but who wouldn't you're having 60,000 people fucking jeering you as you come off like who wouldn't lose their head let's think about it from a human perspective who is able to keep their head in that position because I, I fucking wouldn't do you know what I mean I'll be telling everyone to I'll be telling everyone to suck their mums. Yeah, every 100%. single one of them, bruv. Honestly, 100%. I'll literally go and address people individually. Like, it's 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 ridiculous, man. So, I, I, I I, and the people that are expecting apologies is so self entitled, man. Like, it's the, the arguments that oh, you know, we pay his wages. It's absolute bollocks because I think Disney made a great point. It's like we we don't, we don't pay, we don't pay their wages really and truly. The club pays his wages, and you know the club divvy that money how they see fit. And just because you, or just because you're putting money into a club, that doesn't give you a divine right to then, you know, uh, abuse players and 
Of course not, man. That's, of course what, not. What is this? This isn't Hunger Games, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. It's not what it is. Um, but I, I will say, though, like, I do feel that fans are entitled to boo. Um, to boo, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, it's, like I said, I don't really boo the player because I don't see the point. Like, because as long as they're trying. If, if they're not trying... Yeah, if they're not trying to boo them, it's kind of productive. However, the overall picture, I'll happily boo the shit out of Emery because... This is what big clubs do. Like, you need things to get toxic, otherwise action doesn't get taken mm. and if the fans' voice isn't heard. So, some, so like, booing the overall, like, situation, I feel was absolutely fine. Yeah. No, anyway, no. Sharon, what, Sharon, what do you think, man? Yeah, so, it, this is interesting because I am slightly a little on the other side. So, first, I have to caveat that I, I don't agree with uh, abuse at all in the slightest. So, the stuff you know that um, Jacques gets on Instagram, I think, is disgusting. And I think the worst of the stuff you know when his wife was pregnant, I thought that was horrendous. Like I, I don't, I don't condone that in the slightest. Where, where I will slightly disagree is that I don't think booing is abuse. So, like for example, um, like when he's like uh, number went up at the weekend, there was like ironic cheers. Like yeah. that's happened to bear players before. Like for me, that's that's not that's that used. Do you know that used to happen to Iwobi all the time? Like that happened. It's happened to bare people. Like for me, you just On run that off. Scale, and... though? It's happened. Like it's happened. It's happened. Bare. That, it happened that to sounded a like it was on a completely different scale. No, I, no, I... no. But the the thing is, it, it it got the booing got worse because he was taking ages to get off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? That's and when it turned like, into abuse. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Mm, but but was yeah okay. Obviously, I wasn't in the ground at the time, so you, you might have heard specific things lauded at him. Do you know what I mean? And and that like if you if you're like oh Jackie, you're a see you next Tuesday or whatever. That that is bad. Don't get me wrong. But if you're kind of like hurry up and get off the pitch I, I don't I don't I don't use that like if, if you're for me booing is like you said booing isn't abuse like people like to get onto this thing that Arsenal are to Arsenal aren't a toxic club mm. Arsenal put up with like Arsenal are some of the most like the most the fans especially some of the most patient fans I think around we put mm. up with stuff for, for a long long time I think I don't so know, man like, I, I think I, I, I always look back to like the encounters with a boue yeah. Um, but yeah. but where, where does but that happens elsewhere? It's, but in Spain and Italy, it's five times as worse. I remember at the Stade Velodrome one time, the the fans locked the players in the ground because they weren't happy with the performance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So to say like these these players get listen. I'm I've, say, I, you're I, about to say they get away lightly, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> they locked them away. Oi, what, what, uh, what, oh, what, in Marseille? Yeah, in Marseille, bro. Wait, them man are cruddy. That is, that gets my full respect. That is gang shit. That's what I'm saying. So, for for me, like, if I'm, listen, I'd rather not see it, but if I'm, if people are getting booed in comparison, for me, that's, that's not abuse. Like, in every walk of life, listen, I'm not trying to, you, you can get, like, you can take a little, you get a little vilification. I don't think that means you've always got to lash out personally in my opinion don't get me wrong as mm. an individual like i would have reacted like Xhaka, but i do feel to a certain extent there is an expectation on you um to to handle certain situations better like don't get me wrong me in that situation i would have told the crowd to f off as well yeah. like do you know what i mean but do, do, do you think he should apologize then sean i think yeah to an extent yeah because you know football fans are very fickle like so after for example you know when Abue got booed like mm. uh whatever whatever like fans sort of realized that what they did was kind of a bit shitty you know after that game Abue got cheered regularly like all the time like it never never happened again like for example if Jacko was to come out and just be like do you know what sorry like um what I did was was wasn't like right but I was I was a bit upset and I'm just trying to get mm. everyone to be like unified to get you know like one of those little shitty PR yeah, messages yeah. people would round behind the Jacko like I, straight I, away I don't think they that. would 
the I'm... reason I don't think they would is because I because of the point I made about his relationship with Emery. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Xhaka is getting the brunt end of it because yeah. he is Emery's but Emery's... because people don't want Xhaka in the team, they it's won't true. rally it's behind true. him. It's so... true. But I, and, and the sad thing is I don't really put that as much on Xhaka. No, no, hundred percent. No, do, do, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I like like you, I agree Xhaka shouldn't be in the team. The thing is, if even if Xhaka was more of an option rather than the option. It, do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be an issue. Like if, like for example, Jacko was starting one in five and Jacko was coming off the bench, I literally don't think people would have a problem. No, I, I honestly don't think people would have a problem. It's the fact that he's the mainstay, like, and he Captain. he is literally seen as like the hub of the team. That yeah, and I get it, and because it is it is true. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I I, I don't think and and the fact that the manager used him as as, as a lightning rod, like the manager dilly dallied with this captain situation for mm-hmm. time. Um, and because and he hid behind the players, he was like, Oh, you know, the players took the vote on, on who, who who the captain was gonna, and it just comes back to the manager being a spineless coward, basically. Yeah. And and it annoys me that every single thing that seems to happen, like especially within the last three weeks, it's taken so much focus off the manager. Like, we've spoken about Xhaka, we've spoken about Ozil, we're not speaking enough about Jack. Well, we are obviously on this pod, but you know, in the mainstream media, they're not speaking about. Emery's underperformance, Emery's mm. underachievements, you know what I mean? So, and I'd like to get back more to that. So, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet. So important. The toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when when it counts, trust Clorox. Sure, sure. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the the game. Um, Again, we didn't create much. I think we had like... How many chances did we create from open play? Did we, we, did we create a chance from open play? Did, did, yeah, we didn't really. Didn't really um, I think yeah. there was, there was, maybe there was a, a lack shot. of chance in the, yeah, in the first half, but other than that, that, that was pretty much it. We scored two goals from set pieces. And then why did we sit off again? Do you know what I mean? It, it happens continuously. Like Emery does this thing where he just goes into like his it's his comfort mode like it's his default setting mm-hmm. like to, to, like I, I don't understand like it just comes back to tonight again it was 4-4 the first, why would you take off Ozil why would that be the first thing you th- you think to do do you know what I mean yeah. so um, yeah I, I, I don't know come on this, this is a man who um, who lost to a uh, nine man Real Madrid as Valencia coach so yeah. um, it, nothing should really shock you no no it doesn't shock me I, I think um it was a interesting game for Pepe because once again we saw his 
quality from dead ball positions, but not much from open play. Um, you know, he put in five or six wonderful deliveries from corners and um, I think even a free kick, if I seem to remember. Um, but, you know, again, we're not getting him in areas that he can be productive in. Um, so I guess we've got ups and downs for, for, for Pepe. You know, I, for me, he should probably have an assist at least for the... for, for um, uh, Was it Louise's goal? Yeah, it was Louise's goal. Just an yeah. inch-perfect corner. Did, did, did it count as an assist for you? I don't think so, because I think Lacazette I got the flick on. Right, OK. So Lacazette pinched it. But it goes down as like a, a key pass, I guess. Right, OK. Um, so, yeah, what, what did you make of his of his performance? Uh Medi mediocre, mm. um, but I thought the whole team was kind of mediocre. So, where like like you said, it it came back to the point. Like, um, if you watched tonight's game and then you saw what happened on Saturday, it it was just there were better. Even though like the game was mad open, there was bare space today. There were just better connections like higher up on the pitch. Do you know what mm. I mean? So, um, it allowed us to uh, create better opportunities higher up the pitch. So yeah, I I just we need an extra body is 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 the first and foremost because obviously we can't rely on anything tactically or anything structurally for memory to help us attack better you need another body further up the pitch um and so so hopefully that will be um Ozil or whoever yeah. we just need to support the attackers better there needs to be a body breaking forward from midfield i, I think it, it really like did, did it not frustrate you to see like Xhaka, Guendouzi and Ceballos basically playing in a line together yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and, and I, I, to me still I, and I would love for journalists don't ask these questions like, I would love a journalist to ask what's, what's your thinking mm-hmm. behind playing Xhaka, Guendouzi and Ceballos all three of them are doing the exact same thing they're doing the exact same they play, they play in a line yeah I, I just didn't I, understand how... it I didn't understand like see and Xhaka wasn't even doing it too much so then I have to I, I have to ask the question why is Xhaka on the pitch because he wasn't the one coming deep and collecting the ball. He was just... He was like the decoy. But he's yeah. not a decoy because it's... it's We know we're not going to use Xhaka anymore in that position. It's it's really weird. I don't I don't understand it at all. Um, and and do, do you know the mad thing is, listen, I have my... Like we all do. I still have my reservations on Xhaka. But under Wenger, Xhaka was still passing at a much higher success rate. He was still progressing the ball. Even despite all his flaws, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you were to name, like, his his few positives, Xhaka when he has time on the ball, he can play a forward pass. Yeah. He he's got some good diags on him, but he's not even doing that anymore. No. So For, so forty four touches. Do you know what I mean? Under Wenger, that was like eighteen. Like it was like it was very high. Wasn't it's it? Probably like, it was like close like, to hundred. That's what I'm saying. But, game. but the thing is, Unai Emery has single handedly managed to destroy everything Arsenal Wenger's built already. Mm. Um, I know it's a completely different team. It essentially, it was a sandcastle. To be fair, though, when it was, yeah, it was true. But <laughs> we have, I mean, Wenger built his game on pass and move. Mm. Now we are so rigid. Players don't interchange positions. There's no uh, support play. There's no pass and move. There's no rhythm to our game. Literally, keeping possession is a fucking chore for this team because we're, I mean, it was so easy to defend against because, like, I mean, you ever used to see that Gary Neville used to say about Arsenal on, um, um, like, Monday Night Football and stuff. Uh, we used to have really trouble at the beginning defending Arsenal because while uh, we one player would move, you're trying to follow your man and another player would take your space. Mm-hmm. And then we had to realise we had to stay still because of the movement. And if you remember, like, Pep Guardiola said, the key to actually breaking down the team is not moving the ball, it's moving around the opposition players. But because our players don't really move that much and they're so rigid in their positioning and everything's so stale and predictable, 
players players can just stay in their shape yeah. and and they just watch us and they just watch us. it's very very easy and they just pinch the ball and go the only time we ever look like scoring yeah is when Ganduzi picks up the ball and drives that is the, and, and and it's similar when because Willock it makes people it well. step out it yeah, makes it, people Willock step does out it as well Willock does but, it as well you know it, but, it's the only time we look like scoring the thing is, right, if if you're going to play a Wenger-style game, which is the pass and move, you're moving players around by your other players constantly moving and being fluid in your position and interchanging. But if you're going to play a positional, a fixed positional-like game, because Pep's game is relatively fixed in terms of positions, you have to have dribblers in your team. And you have to have dribblers that commit people to actually make people move via beating a man, taking them out of the game, then someone has to move to cover his space. So when someone like Gunduzi drives, that causes that to happen, but it doesn't happen anywhere near enough. And we don't sustain the ball near enough in, in, in the final third because we don't have the technical quality. We don't have anywhere near the technical quality. When we had the likes of Rizitsky, Chleb, Nazri, all, all them type of men in the final third, the ball would be fizzed quickly and no one's losing it. No one's losing it. We don't have that kind of technical quality anymore. So... Pepe, yeah, okay, we we need someone to dribble on that side. Aubameyang's not really a dribbler on that side. We don't really have anyone who's doing the dribbling in the centri- centrally because Sabaos isn't being used correctly, Willock isn't being used correctly. And like you say, we only look dangerous when Genduzi drives and causes some kind of disruption to their defensive shape. Yeah. But, 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 but do, 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 do you know what this is as well? Like, you, you need to look, like, even think back to um, when PSG signed Mbappe, like, he had just come off, what, as an 18-year-old, a 30-goal season with uh, Monaco as they won the title year. He signed for PSG next season. He does it. He scores 13 league goals mm. the whole season. The whole season. The moment, um, what's it, Emery's left PSG now, you see in the numbers he's doing under Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. Bravi Pams every game. It's it's just very, because you then got to ask yourself, like, what players, what attacking, ask yourself, what attacking players have thrived under Unai Emery? At Sevilla, who was doing numbers? No one was really doing numbers. But he had who what? Who was their strikers? He had um, Kevin Gamero and, yeah, Carlos Bacco. But mm. I don't think either of them were, like, you know, shooter shooters like that. No. Um, even when he was at Valencia, But then Gamero like, was a shooter afterwards, though. Yeah, Gamero went on to get numbers. And Bacco as well. <laughs> yeah. They both nicked so That's, that's moves, what I'm it? saying. Yeah, so... And, and I think someone said think, once yeah, before... Yeah. You think, I, I think I said someone once before. You know, every manager, yeah, they normally have, like, players who vouch for them. Who vouches for Unai Emery, bro? Like, I literally Fa- don't know... I don't, who? Fans too. Yeah, yeah. That, it, no one vouches for him, bruv. Like, you know, with every manager you could bring up, like, do you know what? He might have had this problem, this problem. Did, wait, hang on. Did you guys see that Fred on Twitter the other day? I, well, I put it in the, in the chat, you know. Elite Fred. Unai elite Emery. Fred. That, that Fred. Yep. Literally, elite Fred, bro. And this was just as we appointed United Emery. Every single thing that was tweeted in that Fred has come to fruition, like, since he's been at manager, which shows you that this is a theme of what happens with Unai Emery at every single club. So, I, I mean, eventually when he does get sacked from his job, he's never going to get a big job again. But it, it shows that it was a massive faux pas because we hired someone who could barely speak in English anyway to, to be our manager. So how how we expected that to translate, it, it then makes you wonder what what Gazidis was looking at in this whole interview. Boy. He's looking at his bald-ass head in Boy. the mirror. My friend keeps trying to convince me, yeah, that there were some shady deals going on. He knows nothing about football, by the way. But when I explain to him the situation, he just can't understand why Emery was employed. And I'm trying to... I, I have no answers for him. I don't... I, I can't explain it. So his automatic thing is, oh, 
Gazidis must have been getting paid off. But I'm like, that don't make any sense. But maybe, maybe it was. I don't know. What, I don't what are you saying? Know. His <laughs> agent put a bung in the Cayman Islands, yeah? yeah I think and, he, and he's chilling over there. He's got one of those, you know, sceptical minds where, you know, everything's a, everything's a payoff. I'm starting to believe maybe that's the most bloody logical answer at the moment. Nah, to be honest, I feel like they wanted to go, like, there, there was a risky option which could have had high upside potentially, but... But then they had an option that was quote unquote seen as a safe and sensible thing to do. But then if you do do a deep dive and deep analysis, sin, it was a dickhead thing to do. Which Touch of Guru's exclusive, us man did say. I mean, I think when they announced it, my first tweet was Emery out. Mm. When the, when, Wait, as soon I, as I, they I, announced I, it. I said it from the get-go. I said it's a, it's a, it's a horrible appointment. And, yeah. and it sort of makes me like... Because when, when you see... um You know, every, everyone's seeing that David Ornstein article now as well. Mm-hmm. That list... Horrific. That that, Horrible. that, whole, that managerial list was, was terrible. Horrible. It was absolutely it was awful. Yeah. And then it showed, and said in the chat as well, there, there was no coherency in, in the sort of approach. Henri. Because every single manager was different. Yeah. To be fair, Carlos Baca banged out at Sevilla, you know. Did he? Well, he got... well, after Emery? No, when he was there, 28. Uh, no, 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 he didn't bang out. He didn't bang out. I'm, I'm forgetting these men were playing like 60 games a season, isn't it? Because of the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking at the numbers, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing 56 appearances, 28 goals. So, yeah, only Fuck really one or two. Uh, bro, he's ca- caveats, man. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't shooting like that, bro. No, he definitely <laughs> weren't shooting like that. But, um, yeah, just going back to the game, how, how did you guys... Um, find uh kieran tierney's uh, was that his premier league debut yeah it was it was his um yeah. it was his first like official it was, yeah, it, was, him, it, was quite, it was just it, it was it was unfortunate because a, a lot of the play was going down the other side mm. so and like, chambers was he, he wasn't yeah yeah he, he wasn't involved chambers was bad but i thought sorry like, for pepe because of chambers um, chambers yeah really, chambers he, does his thing right he doesn't he wants to combine with pepe but it, it, so he wants to combine infield with Pepe, I find, whereas Pepe needs someone to go around the outside. I, I, yeah, I saw yeah. Pepe directing Chambers quite a few times, like, get round me kind of thing. But Chambers, I guess he doesn't have the athleticism. He doesn't have the uh, the, the, the know-how of um, to, of a fullback, of an offensive fullback, to, you know, when to make runs in certain, in, in certain it's, situations. It's, but... it's, it's, it's completely different because you saw even three days before against, obviously, I know it's only a bit Victoria, but the difference when Bellerin was going outside. Yeah, I think that and, would help was, Bellerin. That, I think and, that would help was, Pepe, sorry. Yeah, it, it would help both of them and, yeah. and it, 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 because it opens up the space inside. It, it, it's, it's the logical answer, but obviously, yeah, as we said, uh, Chambers doesn't have the athleticism to go um, up and down constantly. But yeah, coming back to, to Kieran, unfortunately as well, because... Oba was was basically anonymous in this game as well. Well, I mean, he he, he is most games anyway, unless yeah. unless he's shooting. But yeah, um, it, it wasn't nothing was really going down that side. Um, so it wasn't like it was a steady Eddie like performance from Tierney. To be honest, mm-hmm. when when he got on the ball, he was he he was doing his best to get up and down. But yeah, there was nothing really on for that side of the pitch. And, and we showed we showed because um, we lined up in a four four two. We showed we showed a, a much like greater right sided uh, right side bias in. Yeah, I, I think well, it's so. just more evidence to suggest that yeah, cool, we've got a massive upgrade in fullbacks, you know, waiting to come in. But it's 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 a sad indictment of what the team actually is because it just means that no matter how good a player is, they're not gonna they're not gonna stand out under this coach. You know, like a lot of people, I think, felt like you know Tierney comes in, Bellerin comes in, we're gonna be a lot better. But it just doesn't work that way. You know, if the if the system is flawed, then <laughs> the players aren't gonna be able to shine. And we, 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 I think we saw that on, on Sunday, you know, Tierney, yeah, he, he did okay, but, um, 
yeah, it didn't make a huge difference to how we played. Like him and Collar, it doesn't make too much of a difference at the moment, unfortunately. Which is, uh, yeah, just a sad indictment. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to some listeners' questions and uh, when, can, when can we when can we get him out, man? I'm tired. Boy, boy. Let me get on to some questions now. Then, um, cool. Uh, quite a lot of questions about Urzil. Um. We've touched on Mourinho, I guess. Uh, it, okay, so the broke baller underscore asks: Is there a manager in world football who you think could reignite Özil's passion for the game? If so, who? Uh, I don't think so, really. Um, I feel like Özil's—you can see Özil. Yeah, his problem is actually motivation because mm-hmm. when he has a point to prove, even though um, he played against mediocre opposition, obviously. A lot of his stuff, a lot of his bad points are just effort. Mm. If you just put in a bit more effort, he's still got the quality there. How do you put in um, effort though when you're on 350 bags a week, bro? Well, it, you, it's up to you. It depends if you're intrinsically motivated or not. I think Ozil's one of them kids, like just or one of them guys who don't really—he's not really bothered, man. He's mm. just—he's not really bothered unless he's got a point to prove or he's—he's he's got something to show out for. It's just like, yeah, sometimes he'll turn up, sometimes he won't. But I don't really think there's a coach that's going to do that to him, man. It's it's, it's all intrinsic. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think I think yeah, as you said, he's got a point to prove now. Maybe maybe him coming back, he he wants to get Emery out in it. So maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know how he's going to conspire to do that. But um, probably probably by playing shit because I can't imagine if he plays well, he's probably going to save Emery's job, isn't he? So I don't think that's going to work. I don't even think a good Meza Ozil can can change this team. No. We ain't changing our fortune, so yeah. Um, we just need to get him out ASAP, that's it. Mm. Uh, KP2019 underscore asks, are Arsenal a weak club? Is this based on the comments of... Who made these comments? Was it Neville? No, who made the comments saying that we're weak? Who said we're weak? Someone said we're weak after the... Uh... Was it after the Palace game? After the Sheffield United game, oh, that was ever after the Sheffield United. Was it ever? Game. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, tell him to shut up, man. Listen, Ruan did a big, uh, yeah. a good clap. Back. Yeah, now someone tweeted, where, where, where were you when Suarez called you the N-word? <laughs> I'm trying what, to get Ruan on the pod. I was trying to get what, him on tonight. What, what, what were you doing, man? Nah, <laughs> you know what? That tweet had me rolling. Elite. Elite. That rolling. Talking. But Talking about weakness, bro, but he's got... Oh, it was hilarious. A man's putting out his hand to shake his hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> After he's just been abused. Oh, shout out, man. Do, uh, do, do you think that Arsenal are a weak club, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we ain't got no balls. So, I mean, so, I mean no like, balls. he is right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right, he's right, he's right. He but, but it's like an ugly babe calling you ugly, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, who, who are you? Who are you? For real, she... for real. Uh, it, and it annoys me because he talks like he's a big man as well. Like he wasn't, he, he got had up by a bear man as well, bro. Mm. But yeah, anyway, F him, F everything. He, he was riding off coattails his whole career at Man United, Trust, trust bro. me, trust me. Having Rio Ferdinand have him on a leash, bro. Like, bro. Shut his mouth. He, he, he even said like, oh, not even Messi could could like, could like beat me, bro. And then someone just quickly slapped up a clip of Messi just flicking the ball over his head, bro. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
Roberts underscore IO asked, do you think AFTV have had a negative effect on the fan base? I don't think it's AFTV in general. I just think it's social media. Like, um, everything's clout, I, innit? Nah, I, I do think they have because you don't understand, not just, I mean, we've got our own kind of echo chamber on Twitter, yeah? If you go to the general football fan in terms of who don't really use social media that much, they know AFTV. And they only watch AFCV just because it's negativity around Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So I think they've actually had a big impact in the wider footballing culture and it's been negative um, for the club. So, yeah. But everyone's got to eat. I mean, it's, it's them making their money in it. And mm-hmm. um, if Arsenal weren't shit, they wouldn't have any fucking content. So. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's, that's the main point. I, do think, I don't think they're great. And, and I do feel like they're trying to profit off the club as well. But yeah. The club haven't helped themselves. Like, mm. if we were winning, this would this, it would be an issue. Do you know what I mean? So, I think it's I the fact. I often feel that way about our pod, though. I feel like we, maybe not this pod in general, but the Touchline pod. It's it's more people tune in for pain. Do you know what I mean? When Man United have lost, like people tune in. Do you know what I mean? When Arsenal have lost, people tune in. It's everyone's it's human here nature. for the pain. Yeah. human nature bro. I don't know what you we've know? become um, um, yeah it's, it's bro it's, like Leroy, it's life bro negative news is what sells blood of my enemies blood of my enemies yeah for real people don't want to hear about you painting fences bro they want to hear about the defence getting broken down bro yeah. you know what I mean so it's, it's life fair enough uh, underscore Ray X Chell she asks uh, going back to the uh, the Ornstein article she says uh, out of the seven managers well other than Emery interviewed by Arsenal who would you each have chosen I'm trying to remember what the blood. You know, is. you know who I'm choosing. You know who I'm choosing. Oh well, yeah. I don't even need to ask you, do I? Fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, you have to give me the list again because I. I've got it here. I've got it. Here. I don't um, really remember them more. Right. It was uh, Allegri. Ugh. Uh, I'm gonna. I want you to give an indi- individual reaction after each one. Right. Um, Arteta. All right. Nah, no Come experience. On. No <laughs> experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Bring experience. Magic. I'm not, guy, gi- I'm not giving it to someone like I'm not giving it to a flipping learner driver so mm. not <laughs> Thierry Henry no 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 no. again T- no nah, nah, nah sorry T- 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 Thierry's too egotistical he- calling everyone shit what do you say to about someone's nan or something like that in a previous club he says something nuts and, and the thing with Thierry, I just I couldn't stand it going bad. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, that'd it, be it, awful. The bad it, it'd be, it'd be too terrible, much, bro. bro. I just oh, I can't. Mate. Oh, no one remembers what he said. He said something when he was coach at Monaco about someone's. Oh, it was either someone's mum or someone's nan, one of the players, and everyone was like gobsmacked. Oh, I need to find it. All right, that, forget it. Forget. Was Lopetegui? Um, he's someone who got my eye on, but he didn't do very well. Oh, Thierry Henry regrets players calling grandma. Players' grandma whore. Yes. What is believed to have said is the forty-third minute. Your grandmother's whore. What the fuck does that even mean, bro? What does that mean, bro? He, bro, he could have handled it, bro. Yeah. He'd have made Bellerin cry. Yeah, yeah. He said it's an expression it, it, of the street, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it? Was it like you son of a bitch? Is that what he was trying to say? Well, Thierry would have slated people. Yeah. He would have finished, man. The, the, the pressure would be getting to Thierry, bro. I don't think Thierry would have been handling the pressure well at all, bro. No, man, and also, like he said, some man that um, Monaco spent ten million. They they spent ten million on you, bro. Mm-hmm. You're dead. 
to the player. Oh, they said. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I said um, he, he, yeah, Porto didn't end particularly well for him, even mm. though he did well at the beginning, did well in the Spain under-21s. Um, I am interested in him still because his Sevilla team aren't that bad. They're doing yeah. quite well. And uh, also, he, um, one, it speaks very, very good English um, already. And two, he seems to understand the English game in the interviews I've seen him talking about the Premier League. So I'm watching him with a half eye, but he's not, I, I wouldn't have given him the job. Yeah, I, I saw um, as um, because I, I saw most of him with Spain in it when he was uh, Spain, Spain at the was it last World Cup in it or oh, Euros? Yeah, yeah, last Euros. Um, so yeah, I, he he he's definitely one one to watch. Um, he never lost I, yeah. to Spain manager, did he? No, he did. Yeah, I mean, well, they they lost to Russia, bruv, in the in the world. Sorry, in the World Cup, in it. What am I talking about? Really? They lost to Russia in the World Cup. So um, when was yeah, that? what's that? Was that when he was manager? Yeah, when he was mad, because remember, he, did he get sacked? Oh no, because he said he was going to take over on the job, didn't it? Yeah, he, he got sacked just before yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my bad, my no, bad. He, yeah. he was the period before, like. Okay. Yeah, he, got... he he was when they were banging up qualifiers and then literally okay. smacking everyone up, and they were one of the favourites. And then he, because um, obviously they were the favourites and they were doing looking in such good shape before the competition. Um, but then obviously um, Florentino Pérez went fuck my country in it. Like I'm real Madrid till I die. Yeah, yeah. Took him off them. <laughs> took him off them. Took, I think he's. I'm just looking at his record now. Yeah. He's only ever lost one game whilst being like a, a Spain manager, like whether that be at youth level or in. Yeah, league. yeah. He he banged out for at Spain, but then obviously yeah. look at the look at the quality of players he has. Yeah. Um, but he's still someone I've got half my eye on because his Sevilla team. That's you know I asked you to download me that Sevilla Betis game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a few of their games, um, and they actually look pretty good. I like I like yeah. how they ball. Okay. He, he's he's playing a nice four three three with them as so well. Someone they, to keep an eye on, yeah. We got yeah, we got, yeah, we got yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the eyes on that one, right? And yeah. and he seemed and his interview he did a really, really good interview about the English game, about um, athleticism and stuff like that. So yeah, um, he seems to have an understanding that the Premier League's different, and he does want to manage it, and he does speak perfect English. Mm, okay. okay. Uh, Ralph Rangnick, one for Olive. No. No, no, I, I, I'm not. I, no Germans, number one. I've been stung too much by the Bundesliga. Mm. Like I don't want anything to do with them. Players, managers, nothing. Okay. Um, and them I don't. Yeah. Yeah, and Wait, I don't what, want no what's more. The German currency again. Uh, bruv, it's Frank, euros, bruv. Euros, bruv. Yeah, Deutschmark, are you talking about? Deutschmark. Deutschmark. Yeah. But yeah, and I don't want press press merchants either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bruv. All, all they know. Do you, do you remember that um, Nelson Smith throw interview when they were both in in Germany, bruv? And they, uh, they were like to each other, bruv. He was like. Yeah, all they do here is press, bro. Like, they love to press, bro. It was jokes. If you watch that interview, bro, they were like, they like, fam, all I do is just run all day, bro. They just they love pressing, bro. bro that's why all their games finish, like, like tonight's game, bro. All their games finish 5-5. Five, five. It's yeah, bare open. Bare that's why everyone bags out there, man. Everyone bags out there. Including Nelson. The Include, that's why Sean's bought some more stocks, bro. Yeah. Don't worry. We're coming back, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Pauli. No, bruv. No, that no. little midget. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> bruv, that, remember, you were on him at Sevilla, though, when Nasri was there, bruv. Hey! <laughs> bruv, Nasri, Nasri's my boy, man. He, he blinded me still. But nah, Sam Pauli, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And, and... He banged out for for Chile, though, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Book two coppers. But club stuck... management's completely different yeah, from yeah, yeah. international management, man. Because he, he didn't do that up. well at Sevilla, did he? 
he lasted a season, but um, but yeah, no, he done all right there, but he stunk out for Argentina, boy. <laughs> mm, yeah, 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 Argentina. You got well, Messi bowed him out in the end, though, didn't it? What's new? Yeah, shuck. Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm looking at his club record. It's fucking awful, man. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he's I, ever averaged more than fifty-nine percent win percentage. And, and that's why that list is shit because they just went for obvious names. Mm. Who's a decent? Who who's got a name in management? Right, put him on the list. Mm. Put him on the list. Nothing outside the box. Or who's got a link with Arsenal? Mm. And um, and yeah, Paddy. Yeah, Vieira is he's not really doing much at least, but. So, no, they're, nah, they're, nah. they're quite an entertaining team to watch, though. No, they're like 15th in the league, aren't they? Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's entertaining. <laughs> I didn't and they've got talent as well, haven't and they? They've, yeah, they've got talent, bro. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, forget it, man. No, no, no. So, he did the right for New York, though, didn't he? Bro, what League One? <laughs> league One, come on, man. Bro, Lewis, you do, you do all right for New York. No, I would. No, you you do all right for New York, man. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so out of out of them, I'm guessing, judging by the feedback, Lopetegui is the the, the guy you would have taken. Are we including the Rogers and and them no, ones no, there? No, 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 because apparently them man were just discussed. Because out of all that list, I, all of so, yeah, I, the ones discussed were actually look they looked the best. Sorry, yeah. uh, so, Howe and Howe. Rogers and well, yeah. It says Luis Enrique was never an option, but. I was, I was going to say, would you man take? Would you man take Luis Enrique? Yeah, I would. Not a fifteen mil a season no, if that's what he that, wants. That. Tell him to take after. My man is literally taking the complete piss. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 only wor- is, my only worry with Enrique as well is because obviously the sample size is, is quite small. I, I was never really impressed by his Roma team, um, but what about Celta? Yeah, Celta he was okay, but you know, with and obviously at Barcelona with MSN, like they they just played through like. Uh, to the fo- to the to the forward so quickly, bro. So we didn't really see much. Like he wasn't really building through the middle. Um, so I, I don't know what that will be. So I don't really know what his overarching strategy is actually, Enrique. Or the only thing I know is that he likes wingers, mm. which is different from actually every Spain manager because they don't really like wingers like Enrique does. So it would be He's interesting. Basically, shit everywhere except for Barcelona, weren't he? <sighs> yeah. Barbers, Messi FC. That's it. That's what I said. It's, it's, you, you can't, we can't really. I don't know how to judge. I wouldn't. You judge. can't judge a manager with Messi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's true. All right, maybe I wouldn't take Enrique then. Fuck that. Yeah, especially not nah. fifteen million. Fucking hell, you, you, you don't know anything. That, that's what he wanted. But you know, do you, oh, do you reckon, right? If we went to Rogers, look, and we just went on aggressive and said, we're we're going to buy out your Leicester contract, and went aggressive with Leicester. We're going to buy out. We're going to offer you a, a good money. Do you reckon you take the job? Or would you reckon he'd be yes. like, squad's a bit scummy? He's an ambitious bloke. Yeah, he, he's very ambitious. And also, like, he wants, um, like, it, it might, like in his in his eyes, like, seeing, like, trying to restore Arsenal back to where, like, they should be. If, if, if like, if anything, if he got close to it, like, the hype around him would... And I feel like he's quite egotistical. Really oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you thought Sierra he, was egotistical. He's fucking... Yeah, he, he's another yeah. one. Brent, Brent, Brendan, would, Brendan would love it. I know Leroy's big on him. I don't know why. There's just something in my in my in in the back of my mind about Brendan that just doesn't sit right, bro. I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know what it is. I'm just not convinced. Of, an, but, of Dembele. That's what it is, bro. Boy, I know racism, racism, yeah. bro. Um, but yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm taking him, obviously, if, like, if, yeah. if that was the case. I've I've liked Rogers for a long time. I just think he works well with forwards. Um, he's always had a creative philosophy. Um, he's very, very good in, uh, in possession, uh, possession-based football. How did it um, go wrong at Liverpool, though? 
bruv, Liverpool were trash. Like they had a good good few players, but look at look at their squad. Look at the rest yeah, of their but, squad. Yeah, look but, at their defenders. He got that. them second, didn't he? He got them yeah. second because they had one their forwards who banged out, and right. two. But look look how he coached that 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 group. But then what happened? So, like, why did the wheels wheels fall off? Like, why why does he did he lose did he, did he lose Suarez? And that he lost Suarez. Sturridge yeah. got injured. Yeah, and and Lambert replaced... and Balotelli. They... Lambert and Balotelli. Yeah, that's it. That's what we yeah. say. Yeah, that's the thing is with Rodgers, he's just got an ugly taste in players. Mm. So you don't want him involved with recruitment. But if you give him the tools and give him some good pieces, I think you'll get a lot. Yeah, because because imagine man was about to sign Lewis Dunk when Soyuncu was at home, bro. Do you mm. know what I mean? So. Yeah, you you just got to be a bit wary. Just, 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 yeah, it's got to let him like not not be involved in all that stuff. All right, a couple more questions, lads. Uh, Rizzy Smooth asked the issues we we're seeing now with Emery have been issues Valencia fans saw ten years ago. Has there been instances where managers have improved their management skills? I'm sure there's loads, right? <laughs> um, improved. I'm, 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 I'm sure there is, but the. the the, the thing with me is, is that... one, isn't it? Where managers become more adaptable to certain situations and environments. Well, the only t- the only place Emery hasn't had problems with communication was in Spain. In Russia, they threw him out quick. Yeah. Obviously, in France, he's flogged. In England, he's now getting flogged. Do you know what I mean? So, communication is obviously something he he's not improved <laughs> in. Or or maybe he does. Because the thing with maybe he does have good ideas and he just struggles to articulate them. I don't think he has good ideas, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, because he keeps getting jobs. And decent jobs at that as well. So and he's just misunderstood. Um, you know why? It's because he's a fucking gas man. Because he yeah, talks he's... the right talk. He chats shit. He's a liar. That's yeah. that's how he's getting jobs. You know what killed me is interview the other day. Yeah, where he was just rambling and just randomly threw in a good oh, yeah. evening. Good evening. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally a parody account of himself right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> fucking suck him now, man. Fuck me. <laughs> He's embarrassing. He's so embarrassing, man. I I actually don't understand how like he's worse than Wenger was at Wenger's worst. Like that's it. Like he's bad. With a worse squad. And do you know what I mean? Good, good. And how much he spent? He must have spent like what one fifty? We haven't got a bad squad. He spent over twenty. Do you know what I mean? Wenger only had a Bamiang for what half a season, right? Do you know the funny thing is because because this question was asked like. With Wenger now, he would get top four of this squad easy. I wouldn't say easy because it. They I were, think he they would were, because I think we forget that I think Wenger lost the dressing room, and that's a big deal. Mm. I think in Wenger's last season, he lost the dressing room. He and, did. Um, I think that's that's easy to gloss over because now we got rid of Wenger, but I don't think he would have made top four because I just think every everyone's heads are gone uh, by the time he uh, resigned. What if Wenger had come in afresh and had not lost his dressing room and then, came then in like I a new coach? I think he would have got top four. Yeah, I think he would have got top four. Mm. Yeah, if, if, that's what I'm saying. If we take out those external factors, like say, like for example, that hadn't happened and Wenger was just coming in cold now, yeah. I think he would get top four with the yeah. squad. Yeah, he's, well, he's a better coach than... He's just got than better Emery. ideas than, than Emery. And it's, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Bruv, yeah. I just want to see us pop a couple one twos again, bro. Man can't even string more than five bruv, passes together, bro. I'm killing me, man. It's so upsetting, man. Yeah. Original Jim Bob, what do you make of the reports that the board blame VAR more than Emery for recent results? Does that feel like he's getting a vote of confidence? Nah, it's just PR, man. They're, they're trying to take the heat off him. It's just yeah. PR. Yeah. What, yeah. what I found interesting about the Ornstein um, article was. Um, the fact that they said uh, that they were going to offer him a new contract. 
and that kind of scared me a little bit because in order to offer him like we saw it with Man United right with Oli in order to offer a man a new contract they must have seen something there that they felt like oh okay like this is the guy for us obviously they didn't do it in the end thank god but it just it says to me that they had a little that they that they were willing to go there and maybe they're mm. waiting for results to improve before they do that and that scares me a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> who knows man I, like i'm saying I've my, I've got some reservations about this hierarchy still, um, and I hope Edu's a positive influence. Um, and we'll just have to wait and see. Like, apparently Edu's close to the players and close to the he's got his ears to the streets. So let's hope like all those likes that Laka's doing on Instagram, Obi's yeah. doing on Instagram, saying fuck Henry is translating through to Edu, and like he, he's feeding that back to Raul, and we're mm-hmm. thinking right, no, something's not on. How do you how do you feel how do you guys feel about um? Uh, the, the players' reaction to Xhaka because there was reports that um, obviously that the players went to Xhaka's house after the game. They're boys. Like, what do you expect? But do you feel like that will make them turn more against Emery, or is it, it or will it unite them more? It, it it it's quite interesting because obviously fan perception is is totally different. Like a lot of fans don't like Xhaka, but. By all accounts, Xhaka is very is a very popular individual. Yeah. Like, That's why he got he, captaincy, right? Yeah, he got captaincy. Although I have always heard rumors that um, a couple of players don't like like a couple of the. I've heard a couple of rumors that the forwards don't like him. Like Laka and Oba, they're not as tight tight with him like that. Mm-hmm. They find him quite arrogant. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I generally don't know. Yeah, the, the general consensus because no one's ever really chatted rubbish against Xhaka like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and by all accounts, like even under Wenger as well, everything was always that. Jacka's a really good trainer. He works really, really hard. So I, I think that's why no one could ever really fault like his lack of effort. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so it, it it will be interesting because I don't really know what side of the of the coin people fall down. Like because he, he, even though um, people do back him, there was also in the Ornstein article it did also say that there are players. So and when I say these players, I'm assuming Lacazette or Bamiyang who do have reservations over Emery. I don't know other what other well you'd, you'd put obviously Özil in that camp as well. But I don't know what other players would fit under that sort of umbrella. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to know who's really amongst the players, who's Emery in and who's Emery out. Yeah, I guess we don't, we don't, we just don't see it from the fans' perspective, do we? I, I, I mm. saw when Xhaka was coming off, I think Lacazette tried to like give him a uh, like a, a hand, like an arm around the shoulder, like maybe a word in the ear, say like try not to listen to it kind of thing. Um but it's hard to see where loyalties lie and, you know, where allegiances are and where the support mm. actually is. It'll probably all come out in the summer, man, where everyone wants to leave. For real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but Aubameyang, next one to leave on a free. Fuck yeah. Man. That's going to be a next Selling the summer, bro. Mm. Um, um, we're offering him Ozil money and he's turned it down, you know. That's how shit we are. Fuck yeah. me. Because where him, else man. is he getting that? Apart from China. Man yeah, United. Oh come on, man! Would Man United be that dumb? Yes, no. yes. True. <laughs> Did you yes. just ask that question? Of course they, they, they. All they do is buy players and reputation and fucking. True, Ed Woody, Rich and he Woody, would probably yeah. bang out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck me. Yeah. Um. All right. One last question. And ooh, on current form, should Martinelli get in the squad over Lacazette? That's from Elliot Online. Oh, that's a spicy question. Mm. Fuck. I mean, Do you know what? Lacazette was awful on the weekend. You know the game today, yeah? I'm going to ask you a question about that question. If we're playing Lacazette up top, 
Do we score the goals that Martinelli scored? I, I haven't seen the goals, so I can't comment. But no, no. <laughs> From what I know of Martinelli, Lacazette definitely isn't scoring the goals that Martinelli yeah. has scored this season. He just is one sharp. Mm. Yeah, Lacazette has no influence away from home anyway mm-hmm. because of the lack Marcelli's of Marcelo's probably scored more goals away from home than Lacazette has he, in, in his whole Arsenal career. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Lacazette Laca, Laca don't score away from home just because he's got no... Uh, I remember how many times in the chat it was just mentioned this evening, like, you would hate to play against Martinelli because mm-hmm. that guy is just so active in all phases of the game. He doesn't stop running, he presses, he hurries. Um, he is very... like He's just aggressive in, in yeah. his movements as well. And and Lacquer is for for all his other strengths. Like that's not him. Do you know what I mean? He don't have that. Like if anything, bro, he's come back from this injury. He looks even fatter, bro. I was looking at him. I'm like, big man. Like, you can't Leo. Move. Leo weren't having it. No, nah, he does, bro. Yeah, he, he he does. He does. He does. Sorry, Leo, in it. He does, bro. He looks a bit bigger, boy. I I don't know why I've gone for him, bro. But yeah, man, he's uh he needs to he needs to sort himself out as well, man. So, but yeah, um. I, I don't was, think I, I don't think you can put him in a squad over Lacquer though. No, no, no. It, not not the squad, but you can make the bench. Yeah, but that's the squad. So like, I think I don't it means think, I think the question was I supposed think, to say starting lineup basically. And, no. I, I'm taking that. Nah, nah, I don't think you can do that. Well, also, do also that. Like, like I said, tonight is further reinforcement as well, bro. Is that Martinelli is a striker, bro? Yeah, he's mm. a striker, mm. bro. How can you see? You can't put this brother in any other position, bro. Yeah. Partly because I like the way he interprets the way of being a striker. He can peel off like the front, um, pick up the ball and run direct or run in behind. Like it's not the same putting him on the wing. And You're also, playing. I think he'll be shit on the wing because he, he's technically he, dead. He is. He is on the wing. Like horrible. You're, you're, I still you're don't limited. like that word horrible, man. I don't like it, bro. Bruv, I mean, he's technically Walcott, Walcott horrible. is technically horrible. I think he's better than Walcott. He, he, no, no, no. He's he's technically probably Walcott levels. I think he's better than Walcott, man. Nah, nah. He's Walcott levels technically. If not, worse. The, the, the game against um, Nottingham Forest showed me like he's got skills, man. Nah, nah. I actually think he might be worse than Walcott technically. Really? I don't yeah, I think he's poor technically. Like he's Bruv, it's, terrible. It's, 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 it's a complete difference. Like even think back to like the Victoria game. Like when he's moved centrally, he's just a threat, bro. Like you know, there's certain people that just come alive in certain areas, bro. Yeah. Out, out wide, it's, it's a lot easier to pigeonhole the guy, like because he doesn't have the other facets to his game in terms of mm. the link up, in terms of just the direct dribbling. It's 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 kind of weird, like because when he plays in the middle. His dribbling actually looks a lot better than when he plays wide, if that makes yeah. sense as well. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah, it's because you, yeah. you've got more room to go. And the thing is, when you play in the middle, your game's more about movement and your your off the ball game. When you're playing out wide, you're often receiving the ball in isolation isolation situations, and you have to do something with it. And it just it just doesn't suit his strengths. No, yeah, it doesn't. No, he needs it. But, but it just fucking sums up Emery as a manager that he thinks he's a bloody winger. Yeah, I know, of course. Jesus Christ, get this man out of our club. Anyway, on that note, let's call it a night because we've all got beds to go to. What? That's a cool hour 15, yeah? Yeah, cool. Well, you know, we do this every week. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to get a win out of it to, you know, record for more than an hour. Unlike certain men not pulling their weight and that. We've transferred in them and there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No. I didn't want to say too much, but you know, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. couple wins and then man are recording for two uh, next next probably two hours probably. <laughs> <laughs> Carabao wins and that, yeah. <laughs> All right, lads. Uh, be sure to use the hashtag Touchdown Frackers. You can find us on Touchy Gooners. Leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll be back next week. All right.
just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Sports Social Podcast Network.